Dude, that'd be fun to just mail each other books like a book club. Oh, yeah, we could. So I'm about to finish Dharma Bums, and that's the last recommendation oh, yeah. I have off of somebody right now, so I'll be looking for a new one after that. Cool. Yeah, I'll send you that one. Um, I'm a, I'm about to finish <laughs> the Lord of the Rings saga. Oh, nice. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have like some more intellectual space freed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that takes a lot of bandwidth. It does. How long is each book uh, in that saga? About 400 pages. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought for some reason. Yeah. I'm not sure what book. Is it The Hobbit that's significantly longer? It's one of them. No, right? The Hobbit's mad short. Shit, which one am I thinking? Is it even the same series? You read The Hobbit in a couple of days. It's one I'm thinking that's like a thousand pages. The hell book the is The Silmarillion that? is really long. Mm. Maybe I'm just, like, I never got super into it as a genre. Yeah, me either. So they might have just always felt long in a way, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. Yeah, I got to go down that rabbit hole, though, too, because it does seem cool. And I mean, I, I like worlds like that, you know, when somebody comes up with some entire universe like that. I always like that about Harry Potter. Yeah. That, that blew my mind as like an elementary school. It was just like, this is, you can just do this. I had never read it before. I, I had a copy on my shelf. And then like, you know, during quarantine, Kate and I were like, let's watch all the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies mm. <laughs> and uh, like all the extended cuts, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was really fun. And then we just like the, the degree to which that inspires you to make like Hobbit meals together. <laughs> what is, is a Hobbit meal? Well, you know, they do like the breakfast and second breakfast and 11 and oh. tea time. And uh, they, they talk a lot about like all the different meals that they eat, you know? Yeah. And so you imagine that it would be like, like fresh produce, mm. a lot of carbs, mm. like roasted meats, mm. you know, like, um, and we, we make each other what we call hobbit breakfasts mm. and which was what we always assumed to be like an, an egg dish, a sweet bread, some fresh fruit. And like maybe some fried meat of some kind. Yeah. That's a good breakfast though. Yeah, right? Yeah. Just like little bits of elegance like that are kind of fun. Just add like a little, like a sacred kind of thing. Like make a meal just as cool as possible with a lot of personality yeah. to it. That's like an underrated thing to do. Like when she's here and I make breakfast, it's usually like sauteed mushrooms and onions. Mm. Like stirred into some egg and maybe avocado toast and some berries. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, that's good. But you're right. Like, it's it's a good excuse to just, like, go for the elegance a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because it slows you down, especially for breakfast. I enjoy that because it really slows yeah. you down and gets you into that mindset of, like, I need to take a breath, kind of take a chill pill before I start the day and enjoy some of this minutia because my day is just going to be accelerating minutia pretty much until I fall asleep. And exactly. And it gets you in that right headspace to actually comprehend things as opposed to just yeah. being like oh shit i'll just stuff a pop tart down here and then start the day like i do that too but i mean i always love those days when i can just if i wake up and nobody's home and i just i can usually put on like debussy or something and just pretend i'm in paris and a renaissance man and have money and stuff and it's good right i really enjoy that you know what's wild though it's like i don't know if i told you about this but like on my birthday Kate's brother is dating one of me and Kate's mutual friends, like a, a really good friend of ours. Mm -hmm. He's dating the girl who did all the murals at Woolen Mills. Mm. And uh, on my birthday, we had them come over, and it was like the first time we had like shared a meal with somebody outside uh. of just the two of us in so long, and it was incredible. Mm. And now, like, I've been watching that um, 
that new Zach Efron show that's on Netflix. Mm. Where, like he kind of like is pretending to be Anthony Bourdain a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's yeah, like traveling show. the world and he's, it's called down to earth mm. and it's all about environmental sustainability and which is mm. really, really cool. Um, yeah. so I'm watching that and a lot of the places that they go, like they're preparing food together. Like they're, you know, they're watching how it gets prepared and is usually prepared communally mm. in some way. And I'm watching that going like, God damn it. I'm so jealous right now. Yeah. Like I just want to, I was stand, I was talking to, about this with Trevor the other day and he was like, Oh yeah. Breaking bread is the OG. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Like there's something, I called it a primal joy. There's a primal joy in sharing food, especially food that like you've prepared together. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's so much culture crammed into one meal or one element of a meal. There's, there's traditions in there. There's, you can tell so much about somebody's personal touch by just the way that they might prepare something versus the way you might, you can find entirely new. It's a lot like music in a way, like certain parts of the world just use entirely different combinations of spices and things that we aren't accustomed to here and that's just cool as hell like right like how if you listen to like some like a random record from a part of the world that you've never heard and they might have a scale that they pull out that we just don't ever tap into and it's like oh my god like there's no rules it's just i don't know i i love that even on small scales like when i've gone to the midwest and stuff and there's like the first time i had cheese curds yeah it's like this is insane i've never had this it's every <laughs> every ingredient i had had but I was like, this is the best, like, two-in-the-morning food that there has ever been. And uh, <laughs> how have I never... How do we not have that here? Yeah, really. We're, like, just a 1,000 miles away, 2,000 miles away. Yeah. You know, I love that. I love just... Especially when someone makes it with you or for you. I would yeah. extend that to diners, too, because I feel like that's in the same category. But When I was in college and, like, we would go away for, you know, like, a, a week or a weekend, you know, over winter break or summer or whatever just like me and all my friends, we'd like stay in, stay in a house somewhere. Mm. And, um, this one friend that I had was like, he was very good at preparing food for a lot of people. Mm. And we like, for the longest time sucked at sharing a kitchen together because we wanted to like take different ideas and, and, um, they just clashed a lot of the time. But we, what we landed on eventually was that he would do like the main meal preparation and I would make a sauce from scratch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and like that's my favorite thing is making sauces from scratch, and I don't do it enough because it takes a long time. Mm. But you know, depending on like the ingredients that you have around, it can be kind of fast. Uh. But yeah, that's what I would do a lot of the time is just like make a sauce or like make like an oil-based kind of thing, you know, yeah. and just like figure out what's gonna go with with what his main course is, you know. Yeah, that's cool. I've never made a sauce. That seems like a really good skill. <sighs> Yeah, it's like at the very least, I, I mean, a, a quick way to do it is like taking a large fresh tomato mm -hmm. and just like dicing it up really, really fine mm. and let it simmer on low heat until it gets really juicy and like a lot of the liquids start coming out of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can start adding like a little bit of sugar and a little bit of seasoning and before you know it, it's a sauce. Mm -hmm. 